0: You are listening to The Doug Serravo Show with your host, Doug Serravo. Good evening. You are here live with The Doug Serravo Show. I'm your host, Doug Serravo. We have your special guest, Andrew Brem. Andrew, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing good. Thanks for asking. So, obviously, another round of openings today. Mm -hmm. We'll get towards new openings next week. And then we have the latest on MLB, uh, National Hockey League, Mm -hmm. and a few players sitting out the NBA restart, Mm -hmm. and some news in the NFL with contracts and trades. So, Andrew, how have you been?
1: I've been pretty good.
0: All right. Well, let's start with the new openings. What opened today? We have barbershops, hair salons,
1: nail salons, tattoo parlors. Uh, I think childcare centers, and then also public pools.
0: So, how do you think this helps the future? Or do you think it maybe it gives a risk towards the virus going back up?
1: Um, I think there won't be a second wave because Murphy has been opening things slowly, and you know he's trying to you know he's trying to take everything slowly in order to prevent a second wave from happening because these other states in our nation have opened up a little too soon and they're seeing spikes they're Florida, in, the amount of, uh, coron- right, in the amount of coronavirus cases like Texas, Florida, those states.
0: So you work in a supermarket. How's that been? Are you guys following precautions? I, obviously, you've been open since the start of the pandemic, but what's it like now? Is there more people crowded? Do you feel like there's a risk?
1: Uh, well... There are only a
0: few differences. The
1: differences for me is that I have to wear a mask because it's a state law in New Jersey where you got to wear a mask in public places now until, you know, the virus is over with. And you and my job requires all front end employees to wear uh, gloves as well, which I'm doing that, too. And, uh, you know, now it feels a lot more normal than it did when the pandemic first started, because we uh, we shortened our hours of operation but now we changed our hours back to normal from 6 a.m. to 12 a.m. Before, we were running from 6 a.m. to about 8 uh, 8, a. 8 p.m. So, and uh, at least there are more things now on the shelves than there were when the pandemic first started.
0: So, we have Phil Murphy. He made more announcements today. Right. Can you give a little detail about the new openings he announced, the dates? Right. Uh, so, next week, June 29th. Uh, Actually, before you get into that, give me another give me another cookie that was good okay We got some great cookies for the listeners if you guys want some right. <laughs> all right back to the the new openings and the dates the details
1: all right okay so june twenty ninth Murphy said uh all uh malls could open up, but however, arcades and movie theaters will still remain closed, and food courts he said would still remain closed. And I'm surprised they're they're still closed. they would still close them. I would think the seating would be closed, but I would think food courts at least would be open because they are considered food, you know those are food places, and they're considered essential,
0: yeah, but normally the food courts more and more people more and more people more and more people gather than right you know True. going into the store, obviously, you can limit the people in the store, you can't really limit the people at who are the, going on to eat right and uh july 2nd he also said that uh indoor dining
1: up to 25% capacity in restaurants is allowed now by the, at by that point and he also said that uh casinos could be run as well at about 25% capacity
0: now have you been to belmar or the beach what's it like down there uh
1: no i haven't been down there but what i've seen lately is that uh, at dj's since they just recently opened again yeah it's outdoor right they uh it's been it was very crowded down there recently, and uh, people aren't following social distancing guidelines.
0: Oh, they're not following. I thought they had to unfortunate. Infor- right, but it seems like they're not. Now, is it the customers or is it the actual place? Uh, I think the
1: customers, for what I saw. I oh, mean, you... this is only like this is only a minute or two clip I saw, and that was it. What were they doing? If you like, they were uh, elaborate. just uh, they were just all together, just like acting like everything's back up and running again. Well, it's outside, right? Right, exactly. It's just, they just were all together. You know what I mean? Well, are they friends? Uh, it was just a bunch of people. Just a bunch of customers. I'm not really sure. I just saw a picture and a clip for like a minute or so. No, but my point is, are they friends? Like, do you know that? Like,
0: not your friends, but do they know each other? Because if that's fine... I'm assuming, yes. Because if that's a problem, we can't be doing this show. Right. We're not social distancing. But I've known you for 20 plus years. Yeah, uh, I'm assuming. So, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We're going to hear from an advertisement I, I did from the Connecticut School of Broadcasting, and then we'll get into part two of with the sports. Again, I'm Doug Saravo. This is Andrew Brem. We'll be right back. I'm Doug Saravo, and boy, did I hate wasting hours on papers. I knew I had to make my hobby a reality. I love interviewing athletes and doing podcasts in my kitchen. Now I'm on to bigger things as the Connecticut School of Broadcasting offers studio time. If you enter CSB, you will have the opportunity to learn how to run a control room, edit highlights, direct a newscast, and even create logs for a radio show. The Connecticut School of Broadcasting gives you the chance for success. Visit gocsb.com for more information on how you receiver radio tour. Go csb.com You are listening to the Doug Serravo Show with your host Doug Serravo We are back. We are back. I'm Doug Serravo Right next to me we have the legend, and I mean the legend himself, Andrew Brem. Now this is obviously our favorite part of the show, sports. Maybe not so much for you because we all know you don't like hockey that much. Mm-hmm. You complain to me, oh, we have to wait for autographs every time we went to a game. So this Friday we have the National Hockey League Draft Lottery. And my New Jersey Devils are looking to win another draft lottery. Get Nico Heaster, Jack Hughes, so that would be the third time in about four years. Mm -hmm. We also have the Detroit Red Wings as the favorite to win this lottery. Their odds are Mm 18.5. Ottawa is 13.5 and 11.5 because they have San Jose's pick. When they traded Eric Carlson. Uh, Thinking about to Ottawa, they were um, basically a goal away from the Stanley Cup Final. Ever since then, it fell apart. That organization. The only player they really have from that run is Craig Anderson and Bobby Ryan. Yeah, most of their guys have been traded. Uh, Then you have the Kings and the Ducks. They're at 9.5, 8.5, Devils 7.5, Sabres 6.5. I really want to see the Devils land number one, but the way it's looking, I think the best that they could do is finish in the top four. Um, Ottawa's in a good situation right now where they could get two picks, maybe 1 and 2 or 2 and 3. Detroit, and then the Sabres with the worst chance to win, 6.5. Uh, the odds are a little bit different this year due to the pandemic and the season canceling. And a few of my favorite prospects are Alex, Alexis Lafreniere. I think I said it right, Lafreniere. French? Yeah, Lafreniere, yeah, something like that. And then Quentin Byfield, Alexander Holtz, Lucas Raymond, and Jamie Drysdale. Obviously, if the Devils get number one, they have to go after Alexis. Lef- Here we go again, Lafreniere, Lafreniere, or Quentin Byfield. Um, if they end up in top four at number four, I would love to see Lucas Raymond. And if they stay where they are, I would love to see Jamie Drysdale, a right-handed defenseman. The Devils need to build that D. That would be a great young core with Drysdale and uh, Ty Smith, who should be coming up pretty shortly. Hopefully next season is uh, his time. Um, I could ask you for your opinion about this, but you're not really the big hockey fan. So... We're going to skip that. This will be my segment. Um, there's a lot of great young talent here. Not like previous drafts where you had Orston, Matthews, Connor McDavid, Patrick Linea, along with Jack Eichel, Connor McDavid. This seems like it's a little not too much elite eliteness. Where I think it's an even draft. Not where one player is completely better than the next. You know, you saw it with Nico Heaster, Nolan Patrick. Um, You saw it with... It's not like an Alex Ovechkin, Sidney Grosby type of guy. So, we're going to just go to another quick commercial, and we'll be right back. It was a beautiful day of hockey for little Johnny and his friends. Until... Daddy... What's the matter, son? I got into a fight during a hockey game. We need to get you some help right away. (laughs) Playing a sport like hockey gives you a risk of losing your teeth or a black eye. And if you ever face a situation like that, you can head to Riverside Dental Health, where they offer emergency care. And boy, does that help little Johnny right now. Contact 201 488 8228 or visit our website at RiversideDentalHealth.com Riverside Dental Health located on the opposite side of Riverside Square and Home Depot or contact 201-488-8228 You are listening to the Doug Surabo Show with your host, Doug Andrew, we are back to the Doug Saravo Show. And you are my special guest, as always, on beautiful Monday nights at 8 p.m. So, I'm going to let you talk about this segment. The National Basketball League. Because we all know that's your favorite sport. Your yep. favorite sport. Next to uh, baseball. Right. Those are your two sports that you love. Right. So... Trevor Ariza is opting out to play in the restart to spend time with his, lead, with his son. And Davis Bertans of the Wizards is doing the same thing. I'm not sure of the full details of why he's doing it. But what I want to ask you, with all the drama that's been going on,
1: mm-hmm.
0: where do you see the NBA coming back? And do you even see a season, if possible? Uh, before, I saw a season coming.
1: But then, with all, everything going on, with players opting out, Uh, for the restart of the season. I don't even think there will be another season. I don't think the season will continue. I think they'll just hop into the next season because they originally wanted to start up at the end of July, and then they would end in October. And the middle of October is when the next season for the NBA actually starts up. So I think, you know, if uh, if I were the leader... Of the NBA, the commissioner, the commissioner of the NBA, I, uh, I probably would have said at this point, the season's canceled, and we'll all see you next year, or next season. Technically, it it
0: will be next year. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's still twenty twenty by that point. Yeah, I think most people are used to those type of terms: next season, next year. Yeah. So, obviously, you know what's going on with Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Kendrick Perkins. Right. You know all the players that are making their decisions and don't want right. to be a part of this for other reasons besides health, besides sports. Um I personally think there should be no NHL should be no NBA because of everything that's going on regarding the pandemic. Next season will be delayed and I don't want that. I want it to be I just, I want it to be on time. Exactly. And there's a lot of people like myself who were, who was were supposed to work with minor league baseball teams? Everything is up in the air. We're questioning will there be a season? Will we have things to do? Will we be able to work? So it's like, what's what's going to happen? Just cancel the season, do the draft, do the free agency, and then worry about October, November. Don't delay it, and it's it's not necessary. Um, you know, we saw it in two thousand uh 5 there is no Stanley Cup champion no Stanley Cup champion in 1918 1919 I'm fine with it obviously it's a different situation where we had a season and teams going where they are with 10 games left in the playoff push so I understand that viewpoint mm-hmm. but I think the best interest is to wait for next season because if we wait for next season teams will be ready to go and the teams that didn't have a chance to win the Stanley Cup mm-hmm. They will be hungry to do it again, but it's also not right for the players that were free agents. Look at Braden Holpe, who knows his situation with the Capitals, not get a chance to lead them to a the Stanley Cup. So everything is up in the air. Right. And it's I understand the viewpoints, but personally, I think they should just cancel everything out and be fresh for next season. Mm-hmm. So our final segment of the show is going to be the National Football League. We have issues with Jamal Adams and the Jets. And Cowboys just signed Dak Prescott to an exclusive deal. It's just a tender, not what he wanted. So Prescott will be a Cowboy for another year. But we will be right back after this quick response. Uh, I mean quick advertisement from CSB. And I'm Doug. I have Andrew right next to me. And we're looking forward to seeing you guys talking to you guys right after this break. I'm Doug Saravo, and boy, did I hate wasting hours on papers. I knew I had to make my hobby a reality. I love interviewing athletes and doing podcasts in my kitchen. Now I'm on to bigger things as the Connecticut School of Broadcasting offers studio time. If you enter CSB, you will have the opportunity to learn how to run a control room, edit highlights, direct a newscast, and even create logs for a radio show. The Connecticut School of Broadcasting gives you the chance for success. Visit GoCSV.com for more information on how you can receive a radio tour. GoCSV.com Soravvo Show with your host Doug Sarava. Andrew, then start the fire. <laughs> we are back. I'm Doug Soravvo. Right next next to me is the legend himself, Andrew Brem, the son of Peter Brem. So, Andrew, I'm sure you heard that Jamal Adams again is seeking a trade from the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, seeking a trade from the New York Jets in hopes of being a Dallas Cowboy. Right. If you're a Jet fan, or you're the Jet ownership, you have to be thinking, the hell is going on? Exactly. Uh, okay. The hell is going on? Right, right. So, uh,
1: yeah, so, I think, you know, I think it's going to be a big loss for the Jets, because... The Jets and the Giants have to be one of the they have to be some of the worst teams in the NFL and it just it seems like they haven't win like won any Super Bowls in the last like decade or so. And it just you know, having a trade like this
0: is just gonna hurt them even more. Do you think that the Jets are to blame for this situation? I mean you think about it, ever since uh Adams' been there, they've been one of the worst teams in football, one of the worst teams ran in football, one of the worst coaching teams in football. Right. Do you think he wants to be a Jet, but you have, I'll say it, stupidity behind the scenes because there's a reason why he doesn't want to be there?
1: Yeah, no, I totally understand. I think he made the right decision to leave the Jets because, like we all know, the Jets and also the Giants as well, they're both the worst teams in the NFL. They have the worst coaching staff, worst, worst players on the planet, and it's just, it's just a disaster in MetLife. Yeah,
0: MetLife. MetLife Stadium. One playoff appearance in the last ten years, basically, at that stadium. That,
1: that tells you how awful they are. They're, that's,
0: they're basically amateurs. Giants had one playoff game there. Jets exactly. haven't done much. The only big thing you had there was the Super Bowl in 2014. Imagine that. It's crazy, and that stadium costs a lot of money. Tickets cost a lot of money there, and there's nothing to show for it. If Jamal uh, Adams isn't a New York Jet, where do you see him ending up? I'm not really sure where, but probably with the uh, the
1: Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, he said the Cowboys, but I can imagine him being. You with see like,
0: him being a Philadelphia Eagle.
1: Yeah, or some good team in the NFL, like the uh, the Patriots.
0: So, speaking of the Cowboys, Dak, Oh, actually, let's get to this. Mm -hmm. Speaking of Philadelphia Eagles, Dallas Goddard was sucker punched in a restaurant. So, we just want to send our thoughts to him that he wasn't seriously injured and that he is healthy from whatever happened. Right. So, going from the Jets to the Eagles to the Cowboys. Yep. The Cowboys are the favorite for Jamal Adams. He's saying he wants to be there, but the Dallas Cowboys just tendered Dak Prescott to a 31 contract, a 31 million dollar contract for one season. Do you think this was, um, you know, if I find that word, um, you know, when someone gets uh, married? Alright, all right. so do you think this was just basically like an, an elope deal for Dak? You think maybe he just said yes because he knows he may not get that contract that he wants? So do you think he just eloped it and figured, you know what, I'll take it and maybe if if it's not meant for me to be a cowboy, I'll go chase that $40 million somewhere else. Do you think he just said, you know what, I'm going to stay here for now. Yeah, I think it. I think he did that.
1: You know, a lot of these players, whenever they feel like they're stuck, they start off somewhere, and I think then they figure out where to go next. I think that's what this man is doing. I think he's literally staying with the Cowboys first, and then he'll eventually move somewhere else, probably like the California or something, to like the Forty ers or the Raiders.
0: I see the Raiders being a fit as they don't know what they could get from David. I mean, Derek Carr. Right. Um. Okay. I see there's a few teams out there that could use a quarterback, and you know you can look at the Saints, see how it goes with it. Winston. Will he be the answer after Drew Brees retires? Right. You can look at the Chargers, and uh, you know there's a lot of teams out there that could use a quarterback eventually. But I think ultimately he'll stay in Dallas, given what this year, to given what this year could recap. Right. Okay. Meaning how the year will go for them. So let's take a let's also talk about the coronavirus because there's a lot of teams now that's having multiple players get in touch with this virus. Mm-hmm. So do you believe that the NFL will have a season this year, fans or not? Uh, that's a good question. So I will mean, we see NFL will we see NFL football at all, whether there's fans or no fans? Because I think
1: there will be an NFL season because. Uh, people are getting tired of not having sports on, so I think there will be sports by that point, and I can imagine the cases will be lower by that point, and they could possibly find an alternative to have people sit in, sit in the uh, the stadium by you know spacing people one seat over, so I think it could possibly happen, and uh, and Murphy, according to Governor Murphy, he said he probably will allow fans in the stands in the stadium this fall at MetLife. He said said that? Yes, he did. So you're saying I could be going to a hockey game? Possibly, yes. Because, I mean, we're already at Phase 2, Doug, of reopening, and we're possibly going to get to Phase 3 by at least August or September. So I can imagine by that point we'll be, you know, I'm sure he'll be saying by that point NFL could be open. The NFL stadium could be open for the season. Do you think it's safe? Um, I think it's safe because I think it will be safe by that point because I could imagine a lot of these government leaders and our president will have the numbers lowered by that point. And and I think, you know, as long as you, you know, play it safe, I think everything will go well. So I think I think the NFL will be back in the fall.
0: I think so too, depending on the cases and how it goes. But like I said, For me, it's about everything starting on time. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it's a safe bet for the NHL-NBA to do at the start in January if they do another season this year, meaning your next year may start in January or February and end in July or August, but then again, everything will still be delayed for the future. Yeah. I think it's just better off they just cancel everything. Yeah, that's what I think.
1: NFL, you don't have to worry about that. Yeah, because NFL this past year, it was played to the fullest. You know, we had the Super Bowl over a month before we even thought we would be in this situation. Yeah, we did. And then... With the, the real the one that's really gotten destroyed is the MLB because yeah, the MLB literally the, was supposed to start a few weeks the after the pandemic with all the
0: players and that's what I was going to bring up. Right. With all the players in the MLB not wanting that pay cut from like 30 mil to 7 mil, baseball will not probably will pro- probably won't happen this season, which is probably a tough break for the owners, <laughs> the fans. Like I said, just take your pay and play if you really love the sport. I understand it's a big pay difference, but still, maybe that's the delay. So it's been my pleasure again, the Doug Survival Show with my boy, my buddy Andrew Brem. Andrew, it is always an honor to our fans, our viewers, and our listeners. We will see you again next Monday, June 29th, at 8 p.m. June 29th. I'm Doug Shiravo. This is Andrew Brem. We'll see you next time for the Doug Serrado Show. Take care. Have a great night.